What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Jump Cut. You're here with Hashem and... And, and Leander. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. Guess, guess who's who. <laughs> and this week, we're going to be talking about the movie Little Miss Sunshine. That was my recommendation from last week. Yeah. Uh, but as is now tradition, I want to talk about a little bit of the movie news that's been going on in the past two weeks. Uh, and mainly, two trailers that caught my eye are the trailer for the new Marvel movie and the trailer for the new Fast and Furious movie. So, you know, Leander says that trailers that caught his eye, but like, <laughs> I'm on my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got, this is stuff that you gotta, you gotta stay on top of it, man. You can't miss anything <laughs> these days. So just because I watched them minutes before we started recording doesn't mean that I didn't see them. It's still before they're hearing it, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the first time you saw it? I, the first time was about 40 seconds ago. I finished one of them. And, uh, <laughs> but I still have opinions. I, I still think... I, okay. Both... I am such a Marvel fan that I was obviously going to see that movie, the new one. And I'm such a Fast mm-hmm. and Furious movie fan that I'm obviously going to see the next one as well. But one trailer is significantly better than the other. <laughs> Which one do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Fast and Furious trailer is looking pretty spicy. <laughs> It looks so shitty. I love how bad it looked. It was so dumb. They gave away everything. Han is alive now, I guess. That's cool. So Dom okay, so, has more family now. Another brother. Who knew? Like, Bro, John Cena? Are you kidding me? That's literally the goat. <laughs> Why is it John Cena? And they're just trying to cast like every that, big dude in Hollywood. I like that. Um, What's his name? I like that Paul Walker is still kind of in the trailer a little bit. They, they had him like on a video screen of the ending of the last movie he was in like oh my god it's very it's very weird and i love that it's still going though i think fast and furious is never going to get good but it'll always know what it is and i'm glad i think fast and furious will never end until um vin diesel dies <laughs> and even then even then it's like like I, Hobbs and Shaw was pretty good, and he wasn't in that one. <laughs> it wasn't good. Hobbs and Shaw was so bad. Hobbs and Shaw was nah, objectively bro, was awful. Dude, are you he, kidding me? He bicep the, the curled where he he bicep curled a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that's the best scene in any movie in recent history. <laughs> Not good. No, and this movie had the same shit going on. There's a scene in the trailer for those of you who haven't seen it, where there's a car driving on a bridge like one of those suspension bridges that's just wooden planks while it's falling the bridge has been cut on one side and the car is driving up these pieces of wood to get to the other you side know, of the bridge how the okay, fuck you know does that funny? make sense <laughs> no, no, listen listen you know what's what's funny i i think it's like this is shit that you expect from like looney tunes right i i expect <laughs> wiley coyote to be doing shit like this but you see it in fast and furious and it just makes sense it's just like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it? Ma- Obviously, he's driving across the bridge. This, that's just physics, bro. I can't, dude. There's a scene where they drove off the side of a cliff, but he had like a magnet attached to his car. And I think what they're planning on doing with that is going to ride it like a pendulum and slingshot himself at a helicopter. It's it's going to be a wild ride, and I'm going to watch it. But, oh, my God, the trailer was real bad. Um. Okay, before we get into Shang-Chi, I think we should talk about like what makes a good trailer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what what are, what's your hit list? I, what do you need for a good trailer? All right. Please. It's not, it's not really a hit list. It's like I think it also changes based off of category or okay. based off of genre. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, I 
I am very critical of horror movie trailers. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Because I think that, like the biggest rule is that, one, you don't show the monster if it's a monster movie. Mm-hmm. And two, you don't give away anything of the plot. You don't like if there's any jump scares, you don't give them away. That's okay. You yeah, know that's, what I'm saying? those both those both seem good. For any other movie, I feel like the biggest thing is to just give you just a little, just a little like, a little a little splash of the plot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like okay, if they showed us that Han came back at the very end of the trailer, I would have been okay with that. But he's he's in half the trailer. They show us the main <laughs> villain. <laughs> yeah, they do that in Fast Furious Nine. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it a bad trailer. So I'm agreeing with you for what you're saying so far. It's a bad trailer. I think what would be a good trailer for me, what I love the most about movie trailers is the music. I think having a trailer has a very unique time that you can like just put music over a lot of the action and storytelling that happens in the movie. So if something looks visually interesting, you could just have this amazing, iconic or sort of catchy song playing in the trailer that wouldn't actually be in the real film. Like, especially because all these scenes are from throughout the movie. You can't have one scene with this constant music going over it. So like the trailer makes it feel like an AMV hype. <laughs> yeah. Hype. <laughs> but I, I, no, you know what? I, I think that's fair. I, the, the trailer that I really like the music in is um, the black Panther trailer. The first one. Mm-hmm. I feel that. And like, you know where it ends and it's like you have like the little glistens of like the Black Panther logo with in time to the music. It's literally like I feel like everybody's favorite movie trailers must be related to the music. Like mine is the nine movie trailer, the animated Tim Burton film. Like that yeah. movie, that trailer <laughs> had this like awesome sort of orchestral wind up and it was like nine, dun, 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 eight. And then it was like, oh, I counted down all the way and it was very cool. I don't know. Leander's sitting in his garage or in his like basement. He's like, hell yeah, I can count backwards. <laughs> I love that movie, no, no, man. I, That's so old though. It's a good movie. It's it's no no, it's 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 a really good movie. But um Music's definitely my like my favorite. top favorite thing to look for in a in a movie trailer though. I have I have like I wanna say two favorite trailers. The first one is the Alien trailer from like okay. nineteen eighty seven or whatever. With like the letters showing up floating in space and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like uh, in space, no one can hear you scream or whatever. Yeah, that's iconic. Um, that's iconic. I'll I'll give you that one. The other one is the uh, Batman Begins trailer. I haven't seen that. I, I don't, don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I just like it. I just think something about like seeing cool imagery with match with music. It's literally the reason why anime music videos exist. So that's that's all I'm going for here. I just love that vibe, especially, and now I want to talk about it. The Shang-Chi trailer, is that how you pronounce it? I think so. Right? So that trailer has so much action synced with the music that I want a nut. That's such a cool, cool concept. I love it so much. Punching timed with bass drums? Dude, you got me. You got me hooked. I'm going to see that movie. So I, you know how, remember how you asked me last uh, episode what movie i'd go back to like uh theaters theaters yeah. for yeah yeah what do you think i honestly the first think one it might back? be this one that's fair that's very fair like actually after seeing that trailer i don't i don't know more about it than i do black widow but i am kind of more shouldn't. excited <laughs> and you shouldn't i honestly don't think you should i feel like this is 
Okay, I I really like it when, like, especially superhero movies do shit that they haven't done before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've all we all know what the fucking Batman story is. You know, his parents get capped in an alleyway. We all know <laughs> Spider Man's story. You know, he had great power and great responsibility. But this is like the general public doesn't have any like idea exposure who to Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think and I feel like. It's very similar to, uh, it's very similar to Doctor Strange to me, where it's like I don't know anything about it. I feel like it's going to go into this mystic arts sort of bullshit that I've never seen before. But I'm excited not only for the action because the action looks badass, but the choreography of the special effects looks so hype as well, man. Like, did yeah. you see that one scene where they're standing in the like? I guess it it seemed like a, a dojo of some sort. And there was like water mm. that was making branches like a cherry blossom. That was so cool. Mm. I can't wait, dude. I can't I, wait. Okay. I know this is like a. I'm going to try to say this in the least stupid <laughs> way possible. You know how like old ass like Chinese movies, like like Jackie Chan movies have oh, specific yes. choreography? Yes. Way of the Dragon, Enter the Fist, all yeah, those types. Yeah, like yep. fucking The Drunken Master, shit like that. Yep, yep. I want shit like that in this movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's like cultural appropriation or whatever, but I just think we don't see enough of that movie in like block that that stuff in like blockbuster movies. So I want to see it. I think we're definitely gonna get that out of the fight choreography. Like I, I, you got that vibe from the way he was like making that hand and the bus and stuff and his stances. Like it very much yeah. feels like it's going to be that sort of kung fu action movie. But the music, man, was so good. I can't get over that. Go watch the trailer if you haven't and just listen to the music and how it syncs up with the actions. There's a scene there where he's on a bus and he hits two people at the same time with the bass drums. And man, if you don't if you don't instantly go out and buy merch for Shang-Chi, didn't didn't watch the trailer because that thing got me hooked. <laughs> it's a it's a good trailer. It is a very <laughs> good trailer. All right. All right. I want to jump into the movie now if you want, if you don't mind. Okay. All right. Little Miss Sunshine. General opinions before we get into spoilers. What did you think? I thought it was good. You this said mo- this was a movie I would like, mm-hmm. and I don't know why you said that. And I'm like a little concerned because <laughs> it's a de- depressing ass movie. It's not like entirely depressing. It's somewhat depressing, but it's not like entirely depressing. I no, think it's depressing. Literally nothing good happens. <laughs> Literally good, nothing good happens. Good thing they grow as a family. It's that it, it has that sort of uh, uh, familial. De- it, okay, it has the same family message that you get from like Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like stick by your family choose your family family just repeated family over and over again but i feel like they talk a lot about the problems that families go through and like how they can all hate each other and they're all in the wrong in their own little ways i think it's very good at that but yeah it is pretty mm-hmm. depressing <laughs> it's like i mean now we have a definition of what a dramedy dra- tragic comedy that's very true that's very true i guess yeah. I, I do have a good idea now of what that means so uh, neither of us had seen it before, right? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, good, good, good. I say it was pretty good. So I think you should go watch it before you hear the rest of the review. I agree. I think it's it's really good. It's definitely unique, and I've never seen anything like it. Um, the only, I mean, you've you've seen uh, Fleabag. Fleabag, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's it's kind of like that. It's like heavy themes and shit. That's true. But like there's just everybody's like playing it off. I feel like you 
I think the characters are just so unique that I, I, the characters are just so unique that I can't picture them in anything else. So I don't have like a good parallel to draw between, like I kind of got Goodwill Hunting vibes from Steve Carell <laughs> as like this kind of leader in science that nobody cares about, and I don't know. I don't. But, I don't. Is it science? I don't think it's science. I think it's, it's writing. Like, I think it's like a, literary writing. I think he has like a. He's very well recognized in the field of writing something. I don't know. I thought. What's his name? A pr- Proust. Priest. Prost. Prost. Isn't that a writer? Isn't that maybe? I don't know. All I know is that he's like academically recognized, which had very yeah. goodwill vibe, goodwill hunting vibes to me. I think it's fair. I agree with that. Anyway, okay, let's get into spoilers because it's hard to dodge around all this stuff. Yeah. So, plot of the movie at a high level is literally just a family going across the country, the United States, in a yellow Volkswagen <laughs> bus trying to get this girl to a beauty pageant. Trying to get this little girl Called to a beauty Called the pageant. Little Miss Sunshine beauty pageant. Yeah. But this movie has some of the most like interesting family dynamics I feel like I've seen in a while. Maybe I just haven't watched many movies recently, but man, like... I was really into how every member of the family was all fucked up in their own ways. Yeah. I've taught, I mean, like we've said this before. I, or at least I have, I personally like it when everybody's going through shit. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got to go through shit. You got to have good character development for everybody. It felt like literally nobody fell by the wayside. Like you have, who was your kind of favorite or who, how did you, how did that change throughout the movie? Did you have like a favorite at the start? And then at the end it was different. I, I, not really. None of the characters were like, I didn't have a specific favorite, if that makes sense. I had a least favorite. I could not stand, I could not stand Olive, but that's Olive. about it. What? You hated Olive? What? I hate children, bro. I hate children <laughs> in movies. She is a child. She doesn't do anything. All she's, she's just excited about her thing. I thought you were going to say you hated the dad. The dad is pretty annoying too. The reason I thought that you would like the movie and why I said that, like I messaged him while I was watching it. I said that you, I think you'll like it. Um, the reason I thought that was because they make fun of the dad in the beginning of the movie so much. It's like so funny how everybody is like laughing about him <laughs> behind his back. And the dad is very much like one of those hustle and grind stand up speaker sort of people. You're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Follow these nine steps and you'll be a winner. Climb the ladder of success. Here are the nine rungs. Like that sort of shit. And I thought yeah. it was like really good, like comforting to know that they were all making fun of him. And so that's why I thought you'd be into the movie because it's like, you. I know you hate those people. I, okay, listen, I don't hate those people. <laughs> I just think it's, it's, it's wildly pretentious. It is pretentious, you know I mean? yeah. But you, you, you don't hate like the Gary V's and the In My Garages of the world. You don't hate no, that? No, no, I, listen. <laughs> I mean, you want me to talk about self-help in general? I think self-help <laughs> is the biggest fucking grift ever. <laughs> you know, in general, I don't think it's like a thing that people should subscribe to. But that's a, like that's a personal opinion. If obviously, if self-help books get you to where you need to be, then who the fuck am I to say anything? That's very fair. I've always got the I've always got the opinion that like I'm very. How do I put it? Like I, I'm standoffish to all that sort of thing because I always feel weird about having somebody else be the authority on life. Like we all go through it That's exactly, exactly it. once. How can you know more? But honestly, I'm not put together. So they probably do know more, but don't like hearing it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think. Okay, I I 
I, in my opinion, it's like taking advantage of people that are trying to better themselves, if that makes sense. That's true. And like, it's like when you get them to because, subscribe because to your courses and shit like that. Yeah, because there is no guarantee. You can't say, oh, you are guaranteed to succeed if you follow these nine steps and shit. Right. Right. Everybody's circumstances are, are like completely different regardless of what they're doing. So I don't know. It's just it's wildly disingenuous to me. But you know what? That's what I really liked about this movie because the main guy, what's his name? Richard? Is it Richard? I think it's Richard. Uh, the, like the dad? Yeah, the dad, right? So yeah. this guy is trying to get his book sold on this idea of his like nine step shit and it's not working and he fails. And his whole thing at the beginning of the movie is being this pretentious douche who's like, if you fail, it's because you're a loser and it's because you didn't try hard enough. Because if you tried hard enough, you would have succeeded. Like constantly and it makes his family hate him and it makes like all of hate him and everything right but he fails no, it makes all of it makes all of hate herself and i absolutely agree with you it's a really good dynamic that, that's what i'm saying i like about it though because it's like i i found myself hating him off at the beginning because obviously but at throughout the movie like you could see him literally throwing away his ideas of success like that. And he's just like, fuck it. I'm just trying to provide for my family. I just want to see my family get to this thing. I'll run over a speed bump. I'll push a car down a hill. Like it's, it's something about that character growth really got to me, especially because you start off hating this person for being annoying. So, okay. I, I don't think there was any character that I outright hated because mm-hmm. Like, it shows, what's his name, Richard, Mm -hmm. as being, like, literally a deadbeat at the start of it. He is trying to make something better for himself, but he's not getting there. And I think I appreciate his, like, positive attitude, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think that he was pretentious. I think he was just trying to peddle something that he wants to believe in himself. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But what about about the grandpa? Because the grandpa probably has the lowest amount of character evolution. (laughs) I think the grandpa is my favorite character. <laughs> really? I hated him. Are you yeah. serious? Have sex with a lot of women? That's bars, bro. Oh, my God. There was that one scene where this grandpa <laughs> is describing how this other 15-year-old should be banging right now. And he's like, oh, yeah. they're all 15. So this is the only time you can have sex with 15-year-olds and it'd be okay. Like, what he's the like, fuck? He, they're jailbait, but you're also jailbait. And I'm like, all right, man. Listen. <laughs> yeah, that's some messed up shit. But I... I thought it was good. Like, I liked him as a character, but I hated the character. Does that make sense? I'm, I like his inclusion in the story. I hate the character. I think they were well written. I think they nailed what they were going for. I hated what they were going for. <laughs> I That's good. That means that it worked. That means that it worked. And, like, fortunately, he dies halfway through. And, but it's just like he's the only one who didn't really have a growth because I seriously thought that he was supposed to be like some compassionate grandfather. And he only has that one scene right before he dies where he's like kind of playing with olive. That's like the only heartwarming bit. And I really did. No, I don't, I don't think so. I like when he talks to her after they're at, when they're at the motel. Yeah. Right. Where he's like, you're the most beautiful girl in the world inside and out. But that's what I'm saying. You know? So that that is right before he dies, right? Yeah. And that's the only moment of growth he has because I really did think I till the end of the movie I thought that when like uh when Olive finally goes and does her like beauty pageant presentation or whatever, 
that she was going to do some actual nice, cool talent thing that her grandfather showed her. Like maybe he nah, knew bro, how to... it was a strip tease. Yeah, it was literally a strip tease. Like he taught his <laughs> little eleven-year-old daughter or granddaughter to strip. And that was like, she's ugh. seven, by the way. She's seven. She's seven. <laughs> not ele- so... not eleven. She is seventy. Everybody on that stage was seven years old. It's so messed up. Like it was made so uncomfortable bad. to watch that end of the movie. Like. And I'm so glad that they felt it, too. Like, they kept leaving and coming back into the auditorium. Because, like, I don't understand how beauty pageants can exist for people who are not, like, 18. How can you... insane? Yeah. It's insane that that can exist. That you put children on a stage and judge them by how hot they are. Like, that's so weird. It's like, um... Okay, this is going to sound, like, really fucking weird. But Mm -hmm. I think that's what the point of her show at the end was. You know what I'm saying? Yes, maybe. Like all of them, every 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 single girl that went up was being super hyper sexualized, but until she was overtly being like she was stripped, yeah. she she like did a strip tease. Nobody was batting an eyelash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, don't I, know, I man. think that is me a little bit. Maybe the point, but I'm also not sure. Like I can't I, I can't really tell if that was the grandfather's intention, but like I think no, that's it absolutely the, wasn't. I think that's the motive behind what they showed in the movie, though, that like this thing is fucked up. And what you did there was just an exaggeration of the already fucked up parts about child beauty pageants. Like, it's very weird. Very Honey Boo Boo vibes. Didn't like that at all. Oh, God. (laughs) I think pageantry, like child pageantry, is like absolutely insane that we even let that happen. It's it's a crazy thing that still exists. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, oof, bothered me a little bit. Uh, what'd you think about uh, the son, the teenage son, Dwayne? Um, he's 15, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, 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 fuck, I was edgy as fuck back when I was 15 or 16. I feel You know that. what I mean? I was always yeah. like, nobody understood what I was going through type shit. But I mean, yeah. this is just, this is just insane. Like, he took a vow of silence. Get the fuck out of here. That's ins- It's kind of crazy, right? Like, so this main character, this one member of the family, for literally the first hour and a half of the movie, it seems like, does not speak because he's about, he has a vow of silence to go to pilot school and join the Air Force. But then he finds out that he's colorblind, so he can't join the Air Force anyway. And that's when he breaks his vow. But, uh, like, I think that of all the characters, he was the most relatable. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's either him or the mom. Yeah, the mom is the mom is pretty good too. Yeah, but I I just but felt... I also okay. I I don't think the other characters were supposed to be unrelatable. I just think they were extremes of like specific tropes. If that makes sense. That's true. That's true. Like I, I and I, honestly, I mean, even this guy was pretty extreme. Like he was just like this edgy teen, right? So he's like, I hate my family. I hate everybody involved. I don't like any of you. Blah blah blah. So. I, kinda... I wish I could skip over high school. <laughs> so like I kind of get it, but I for some for some reason he felt like So the main character, I'm not really sure if you can call it Frank, who's Steve Carell, right? I'm not really sure if he's the main character, but it felt like Frank and Dwayne were kind of the central people to watch for the majority of the movie. You know what I mean? I 
Um, At least they, they're who I, I focus I on. When During my watch, like I felt myself watching Dwayne and Frank and seeing how they interacted as... Like way more than I cared about anybody else's interactions, like the mom or the grandpa. Yeah, okay. Or the, I agree with that. All of, I agree with that. Right, especially because of like that first scene where they're eating KFC in that house and like talking about the trip and stuff like that. Like Steve Carell, who's the person you kind of start the movie like introed with, uh, is the only the only person he's talking to is Dwayne, and it's like the only person he can relate to. You know, I don't know, man. It was like, I did the movie make you uncomfortable? A lot. It only made me uncomfortable at the like the pageant show, but otherwise it was pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Let's... it was just it was just relatable. Like it was like I I really liked the cute moment where they all started eating ice cream after her dad calls her fucking fat. That you know what yeah, I'm saying? That wasn't that. There was a lot of moments like that that made me very upset, but also some that like added levity. Like I liked all of them jumping and pushing the car together. I thought that was such a weird thing to have written in that the car like breaks down. They all have to push it downhill. Yeah, I think that's such a. a I fun like it. Thing. It was like it was like um, what was what's the what's the term where it's like you have visual storytelling or some shit. The whole family was required to keep moving forward to get the entire family moving forward. Uh huh. Does that make yeah. sense? Uh, uh, Ludo narrative something something. I think something. There's a Maybe. name for it? What the fuck? I think so. I think Ludo narrative is like people use it when they talk about game design. It's like the mechanics of the game itself are built into the world. I think that's what Ludo narrative is. So it's like the I guess you could say that them having to move the car together is the family having to persevere and stay with one another to get to their destination. Either way, I just I'm so, I'm I'm a fan of how close the family got. And how close they seem throughout the movie. And I really like those moments where they could come together. Like yeah. the whole scene at where, the pageant. Uh, not just the pageant. Like when, when the grandfather dies. Yeah, and they have to like steal the body. <laughs> yeah. That was that was funny. That was funny. But I was talking about where Dwayne writes, go hug mom. Bro, that hit so that's so real. That's such a real that thing. Was pretty good, yeah. I remember my brother telling me things like that, like, "Hey, go, go hug, go hug mom right now." Like, bro, I do that. What are you talking about? Right, you're an it's older like brother. A younger, it's like, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a upset, very I real just thing. Tell safe to go, tell her what's up, bro. <laughs> you know, and I, I really, I really did enjoy that. And honestly, like a lot of the performances were great. As much as I hated the characters they were performing, like the people. We're doing good jobs, even Olive Man. I didn't hate her. No, I just, I just, I just don't like children. Apparently, <laughs> no. Okay. I, I listen. I like children. I just think there's a there's a typecast for kids in movies. Mm-hmm. If that even makes sense. But like, I've never met a kid that fucking asks somebody why they killed themselves. But I, I you know don't know how saying? old she's. Seven, right? It's like, what are you? She's grade seven. Two? Yeah, but you. What what the fuck? I've never asked. If someone tells me they had an accident, I'd be like, "Oh, how'd you fall?" And they could just lie, and I'd be like, "Okay, I you're you're <laughs> you believe things. You don't question that much." As a kid, Maybe I yeah, was a dumbass kid. Who knows? I don't know. I feel I feel I like know. I don't know how what the age range is there for where you understand or have concepts of death. But I didn't think that that was too bad. How she was prying. Honestly, dude, how did the thing not piss you off more? The dad was like, "Oh yeah, that's just because your uncle Frank is a quitter." If you no, follow I didn't my like nine either. steps, like, oh, such a piece of shit. If Frank followed my nine steps, he wouldn't have <laughs> fucking killed himself. Yeah. 
man. I, but I really I like did Frank. like Steve Carell's character, eh? I think I've only really yeah. seen him in The Office, and seeing this other side of him as like this post like suicide attempt kind of hollow character was very cool. It was very cool. Especially, I love the scene of him like, running at the end. I loved him running to the to the uh, pageant tree stand or whatever, trying to get all of registered. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really fun. I, I, he runs very funny. I, I just, I think I can't, I can't hate on this movie too much because I really liked the vibe. I I did like the movie. It's like I'm not I'm not saying, yeah, I agree. I, I didn't hate it, but it's like. I just don't, just don't like children. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, that's my biggest issues with the my. Okay, maybe it's not issues with the movie. I can recognize that the movie is made well and the characters are acting well, but the parts that I didn't like the most mm-hmm. are the parts with Olive and with Dwayne. <laughs> because I'm just like, bro, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm I don't wrong. get it though. Like, don't haven't you been watching a bunch of Nick shows recently? Like, haven't you? Didn't you just get Nick Plus and you've been watching? Yeah, when them? I was eating, and like that's like that's like <laughs> levity. You know what I'm saying? They're not trying to portray actual children. Mm-hmm. Again, this is like like when the fuck is the last time you interacted with a child? <laughs> I dude, you it's been forever. One of my cousins just turned 13, and that blew my mind. Because that means they're about to enter high school. They're like at the cusp okay. of the age to enter high school, and that's fucking me up. Um, yeah, one of my cousins is graduating high school next year. <laughs> and the last time I saw him, he was in grade seven. And so I'm like a little mind fucked right now. You're an old man. Oh my god, bro, old as hell. Yeah, it's fucking me up a little bit. I, yeah, I, I just think that the movie overall was really emotional but like didn't feel it and i i I just felt a lot while i was watching it because there was a lot of moments of absolute heartbreak that don't really get resolved you know what i mean like there is no i think that's the point yeah the the grandpa dying is so disheartening and doesn't really like they just have to move on because they need to get all of to the place you know Steve Carell trying to kill himself was like so sad seeing how he talked to Dwayne after and was like, don't do it while I'm in the room. Like, oh, all those sort of conversations really hurt. Dwayne having his breakdown on the side of a highway about being colorblind. Like, yeah, that was bad. Right? They're so like that. I, like there was the other the other there's like each each character has their own like breaking point, if you will. Mm-hmm. Within the movie. I'm not talking about at, like before. I think Steve Carell's actual breaking point was when he tries to kill himself, but mm-hmm. within the movie, it's when he sees his ex or whatever at the uh, the oh. convenience stop. Oh, that was rough. That was that so was hard. Bad. That was so hard that to watch. Rough. Yeah, when he was buying the <laughs> porn and stuff. Oh my god, and that was rough to see. Yeah, I like that they bribed the state trooper with fucking porn. <laughs> <laughs> And I especially love the dad's reaction when he pulled out that thing and it was like, what, what was the name of it? Guns and Buns or something like that? I don't remember, dude. <laughs> Hot Buns, right? And he pulled out the magazine. And he was like, oh, you're not into this? <laughs> and then, oh. And that, that, this, uh, this, this ain't your shit? That, <laughs> that highway cop was the one from Breaking Bad, right? Like that, that was the, that was the uncle from Breaking Bad, I'm pretty sure. I think. Maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure. But yeah, dude, like this movie was just, I, I'm a fan of it. I think just for a lot of the emotional weight, 
and there was a lot of goofy stuff but it wasn't really a comedy so i guess that's how dramedies work like it, it got me emotional a lot it's, of the time it's it worked this is what i thought of it i i i thought the best explanation is like bad shit happens to them and they just they're just goofy about it they just have to you keep know? going and that's that's yeah. what i liked about it like the things didn't get resolved there is no like he doesn't end up with glasses and still gets to go to flight school like it's a disney movie he has to learn to just be colorblind and find another purpose in life but he says he's like i'm gonna find another way he says i'm gonna find another way to fly yeah, he was like, I'm going to figure shit out. I'm going to do it. I want to fly. I will figure out a way to fly, even if it's not the way I thought it was going to be. Like that mentality, I really enjoyed that. I, I thought that them all striving for Because every character was doing that. You know what I mean? I, I thought that was so good. And especially how it helped like uh, Frank get out of his whole depressive phase. I thought it was really, really nice. Also, the music slapped, dude. Some of the music when they were riding in that car was great. Like the intro and outro music, man. I I like this movie. Right? I like That's it. what I'm saying. I think it's the same thing. It's a good thing. movie. It's, I, 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 okay, I understand what you mean by I would like this movie, right? Mm-hmm. I understand what you mean. My <laughs> reasoning is that I like movies where characters are going through shit, but I just mm-hmm. want to know what you meant. So, this guy's like, yo, you're a fucking idiot. You would like this movie, <laughs> stupid motherfucker. When I messaged you halfway through watching it, the reason I said you would like it is because the movie is very tonally dark. But, like, okay, you've told me a bunch of times that the music that you're the most into is people who make happy songs singing sad lyrics in, about sad Hell shit. yeah, brother. Right? That's so, that good shit. This movie is literally called Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> they ride around in a bright yellow VW golf cart or whatever uh, together as a family. And they have so much goofy hijinks, like with the porn and with the having to push the car. But it's so tonally dark <laughs> that I was like, this feels like the movie equivalent of a thing that you'd be into. Yeah. I and especially because I thought they were railing at the beginning. I thought they were going to rail on that kind of self-help guru guy dad person for the entire movie yeah. but he evolved so he turned out to be likable in the end but like i thought they were going to keep going with that direction and i know you would have been down with like beating on that guy making fun of him you know i okay listen i think the fact that he became a better person is the reason why his business didn't succeed if that makes sense what does that mean like, remember when he goes to uh, Scottsdale yeah. and he, like, asks the dude, he's like, what the fuck, man? You told me it was a done deal. Like, what what happened? Mm-hmm. And he's like, people like the ideas. They just don't like you. You know, they don't know who you are. That's and I, true. like, I get that because I feel like a lot of these help, self-help books and stuff like that and, like, programs are run by people who are, are like, proposed by people who have already succeeded. You That's know what I'm true. saying? And I feel like you just, if you enjoy what the person is saying or what they're like, what their attitude is like, what their culture is like, if you want to be rich and you, you follow around people who, you know, have sports cars and throw around money, right? Those are the types of people you'd follow on Instagram or self-care or any of these sort of avenues. So it's like, if he, this guy is just this generic dude talking about success that he's never gotten, I understand why people won't follow him. Yeah. But I think it's I great know. that he grew from that. I think it's great that he stopped. I, I, I think so, too. 
right? It's probably better for the entire family and him personally, but like, the only person who didn't really go through a crazy arc is probably like the mom character, Cheryl. Yeah, but she feels like, you know how comedy movies have like a straight man. Yeah, like the one who you can kind of relate to. Yeah, I think that's who she was. I think she was supposed to be like the, the regular ass person in mm-hmm. the entire movie. I think the only thing I wish is that she addressed her smoking because I know that the smoking thing was like kind of touched on a little bit. Like she kept lying about how she doesn't smoke anymore. I think she, that's fair. Like that would have been interesting mean. to touch on. Also, she's a great it, it feels- actress, man. Tony Collette. She's the same person from Hereditary. Yeah, she is. I was going to say that. It's, I was like, the only other movie I can think of that she's in is, like, Hereditary. Yeah, and, uh, like, after seeing her in that, man, I was so excited. I'd never seen another movie with her, and this one came out way before. So, man, very good. Very, very good overall. Wait a minute. Was she in, um, shit. What movie? Knives what Out. Of? She Knives She's out. in Knives Out. Is she? Yeah, she plays. she plays the... Oh yeah, she does. A spoiler alert Joni for Knives Thrombi. Out. Yeah, she she plays. Yeah, she plays like the uh, what's what's what is who is she? The Joni. like ex-wife. Yeah, of oh. one of the other kids who died. Oh, you might be right. Yes. I yeah. Think you're right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Good. I'm glad. Anyway, I I like this movie, and I thought because it had like this weird mix of tonally dark stuff and like visually bright stuff i thought you'd be into it i hope i, I was am. right does that mean does that mean i gotta pick a movie that you'd be into next no you can pick any movie i'll just hate you if i'm not into it no no I, i'm gonna pick a movie <laughs> that you're gonna like no no pick one that i haven't seen before <laughs> ever i i have i have a movie in mind i don't know if you've seen it yet that's fine i Oops. haven't seen it i've like Ooh, good this is like it. a new thing for you i feel like you always put movies you recommend that you know yeah no, good. this is a movie because I've heard really good things about it. I've tried to watch it with a with a friend, and we just <laughs> kind of got distracted halfway through. All right, let's let's wrap so. up this movie with a rating first, though. All right. So, what did you think of Little Miss Sunshine? I give little. Wait, what? Volkswagen mini. Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be the bus. Volkswagen mini bus. Yeah. yeah. I okay. give it ten out of twelve mini buses damn hooray that's good i was literally gonna give it like eight or no not eight sorry nine or ten as well nine and a half ten out of twelve very very good see leander's always got to one-up me you know he's always got to be the harsher critic you can't give a movie something (laughs) higher than me every single fucking movie that we've reviewed leander has given a lower rating than me dude i've now what does that mean (laughs) that means that i mean i have shit taste no no (laughs) Listen, I've been, you know, I've been keeping track of all the movies I've been watching. Uh, I recently, yeah. I've been watching a lot of race relations movie. I don't know what to call them, if that's a category to call them, but like, sorry to bother you, Hidden Figures, The Green Book. I'm going to watch Moonlight. I just watched Black Clans. What did you think of, of, uh, of, uh, Green Book? I really like Green Book, man. Like, there's I... a, what, 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 what do you think? Conflicted. They're conflicted. conflicted. Why? Yeah. Because it, it. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. It's I don't. It's it's not the movie we're talking about right now. But it feels more like a like a what is it called? Like a white savior movie, if you will. Mm. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. How, how 
I mean, that's literally the premise of the movie is kind of having a white guy escort a black guy through these dangerous parts of the South. Right. But okay. But like the thing is, it's based off of real the life. motorist green book. Like this is a thing. Yeah. This like, it, like it's an even, actual book. Even besides the actual book, it's based on real people who went through this story. Like it's based on a real artist and a real driver who drove him. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm. I don't. I don't think I'm, you're. I'm I don't think cynical. you're wrong. I just liked it because I thought that like it showed great character growth between the two people, and they both helped each other. Yeah. So while I get the idea of having this white protector for this black man visiting the South is kind of like feels wrong. It was entirely necessary at the time, and I think that the story that came out of it's very interesting, especially when it's based on a real one. It's not like some artificial Hollywood story. It's like based on real yeah. people who exist. So I, I will I was say I really like sorry I really like sorry to, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you is a fucking weird movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strange guy. It's a, it's a it's a black comedy. Mm-hmm. I, or a dark I, comedy. I don't know what the difference is. I agree, but honestly, dude, I think just pretty much any movie that uh oh, what's the guy's name? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Ma- Mahara Keith Mahershala. Oh, Marshala Ali. Mahersh- Marshala yeah. Ali. Yeah. Any you know, movie he's, Muslim, he's in, right? he is so good, dude. Represent. He's such represent. A... Wait, which one? What are you talking about? I said he's he's Muslim. <laughs> is he great, dude? Represent, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was um, Cottonmouth in uh, Luke Cage, right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, killed before it. Before they fucking ruined before it. Before they fucking killed him. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, dude. I, I love in every, any movie he's in, I'll watch. But yeah. Next one on my docket, besides Moonlight, it's got to be uh, Black Judas and the Black Messiah. Ooh. Oh my God, that's a good movie. I can't. I wait. was gonna, I was gonna recommend Moonlight, like eventually. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna see it, then there's no point. Well, we can still talk about it one day. And I, I still I know, have plenty it's... of movies on the docket that I need to watch. Like I also want to watch that one. Uh, I don't know. I can't get into my whole movies list. Can you go on with your recommendation now that we've given it a rating. All right. So, wait, you you gave it a nine? Yeah, like nine and a half, ten. Nine and a half, ten. Okay, so I'm I'm split, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I know you like artistic bullshit. Am I what? wrong in saying this? No, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, when you're like, oh, the cinematography is nice, and oh, look at all that symmetry. I, I like and you that know who shit. Embodies, <laughs> yeah, and you know who embodies that shit the most? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> You okay. know where I'm going with this. So I am hoping that you haven't seen the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> I literally watched that a week ago. I want to say or two Fuck. weeks ago. <laughs> but I love that movie. Okay, I've if, seen it twice now. I'll rewatch it again. I don't mind. I like that movie. No, no, no. If, if you've seen that, then I want to say, but unfortunately, this is a movie that I've seen. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I have not seen that one. That one's on my watch All list. Right. Okay. Then Fantastic Mr. One. Fox then. Do you want to watch both? We can do both if you want. Let's do it. Let's, okay, let's do both. Like so Wes double Wes Anderson flick. Watch uh, Grand Budapest Hotel and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Good and one. And I think they're both on Disney+. Plus. Yep. I also watch Isle of Dogs. That's a great one, too. All those movies. I did not like Isle of Dogs. They're very weird. <laughs> they're all very weird. It is a very weird. <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm such a fan of the style that, yeah, I'm, I'm into artistic bullshit. So, good. I was right. All right. Hell yeah, Sounds brother. good. Uh... I think that's everything then. So follow us on Twitter at Leander and at the hash. 
Uh, follow our editor on Twitter at default bird and follow our Twitter at jump cut FM. And uh, um, yeah, this has been, this has been a shorter episode because unfortunately we're becoming adults now graduating university and shit. Yeah. And whatnot. So, and now because COVID, yeah, because all you people don't wear masks or whatever, all you people be kissing the sidewalks. We've got to yeah, go back home. Be kissing the homies. Good night when you're not allowed to. <laughs> we're all stuck gotta, at home now. Self. We're so for home. the coming future, we're going to be remote for all these episodes. Isn't that nice? Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is. I can't cuddle with Leander after the episode. What's the point? What is the point? All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it's, it's been, been real. real. <laughs> <laughs>